Listener discretion is advised, as the Ebenistas podcast may contain suggestive and or triggering themes and overall adult content. Oh, f- I still use it today, and I use it um, with my husband, so that's the thing. You okay? You good? You look great. Oh, girl, no. I think you always look great. I always feel like I look like trash, and maybe that's just because I feel really tired and what have you, but no, whatever. I like the I like the natural, but you have a little eye makeup on. I see the eyes popping. Yeah, because I went to the bank today. Oh, the I bank the gets, gets the eye. Oh, because your mask, right? Gotta make yeah, those girl. eyes girl. <laughs> Look here. I didn't have to put on full face makeup. All I had to do was get my eyes in check with my mask, and that was about it. It's awesome. It does help sometimes. Yeah, dude. Sometimes yeah. you just gotta do what you gotta do. But Welcome back, everyone. Happy Welcome holidays. Back. <laughs> you scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Happy holidays from the Ebenistas. I'm Javi, and my very surprising co-host is... Doreen! Damn. Wow. Hello, Doreen. How are you? I am great. How are you? Full of sugar and alcohol, so... Turn up. It's post-Thanksgiving. What? Wait, what was your sugar? Oh, that's right. You just had chocolate. That's right. Don't call it just chocolate. Like, it, it's peppermint bark Ugh. with chocolate. Can we not? Is- Delicious Can and amazing. Listen, yeah. I, I don't do my know. little dancey dance. <laughs> the peppermint dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, guys, happy holidays. Um, the holidays are well underway here. We are, wow, coming to the end of 2020. So this is our first part of the, of maybe two or three. We don't even figured it out yet. As you can tell, like we just kind of like do whatever. But um, of our 2020 dumpster fire shit show, end of the world, we want 2019 back episodes. Woo! I think it's interesting that in like the last few years, society as a whole has deemed like every year as like the worst year. It was like 2016. 2016 fucking sucked. Oh, it's horrible. 2017. Oh, no, it fucking sucked. Literally, we thought everything was horrible. We thought 2019 was bad. 2020 came in. It was like, Listen, listen, <laughs> I've had 15 white claws. <laughs> I'm white girl wasted and hold my hair back, please. Because I'm about to fuck up your whole life. 2020 <laughs> is like that toxic ex that you thought was like finally over. And it was like, oh, no, here we go. Here we go. Prepare yourself. Texting you late at night. You up? <laughs> we should have said we were asleep because 2020 could have missed me with this bullshit. We didn't even have to answer the call. Like we could have (laughs) just, we should have just left it on read. Shit. (laughs) So that's funny. You said read and I always say red in that particular context. Like on red, leave you on red, leave it on read. I don't know. Can it be interchangeable? Yeah. I think it's just like a potato, potato kind of thing. Um, But who says potato? Potato people from Wisconsin, maybe. Do they really? No, I have no idea. I don't know anyone from Wisconsin. (laughs) you just threw that out there i'm like really what people no no (laughs) tomato tomato who says tomato as well i i'm not one person who said tomato no but or they were saying it to be like funny yeah no see nobody says that shit tomato tomato like soda pop that's different that's different that was like the girl that gave me the um what is it the the peach cobbler she was like you ordered the peach cobbler and the dressing and i was like what 
Yeah. She was like, oh, I'm stuffing. sorry. She was like, stuffing. She was like, I call it, we call it dressing from where we're from. I'm like, what? They the do? Life? They do call that here in Georgia. In Georgia, dressing. they say that? She's yeah. from Arkansas. And she said that that's what they do. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that in my life. Why dressing? I guess because you're dressing up the turkey with the, I don't know. Don't ask me. I mean, but you're stuffing the turkey with it. So it's stuffing. Why do they call soda pop? I don't know. It's just. Because it pops. The bubbles pop. Oh, you know what I found out the other day? Do you know why they call <laughs> malls malls? Oh, what? Because apparently it, all the stores are in one place. So you can go to them mall. Them Shut mall. Shut up. Boom. Shut <laughs> up. You can go to them mall. Girl, I'm going to Google this. That, that, are you serious? I mean, I don't know if that's true, but when it's I heard it, I was like, it makes sense. It does make sense, and I love it. <laughs> well, with that being said, oh, God, the things that we have learned in 2020. So in preparation of this episode, we had some really cute bingo cards made up. So you can pause right here if you'd like or what have you, multitask, go to our social medias and you should see a cute little copy of this. Um, Go ahead and check off some stuff while you're listening to the episode. Anything that we mentioned, things that you've done. If you get bingo, let us know. Um, I don't know if it'll get you a prize or not. We haven't. We definitely should send them something. That would be awesome. What are we going to send them? It'll be a surprise. That way, if it's like penny candy, like they won't be surprised. It'll be a surprise to all of us. (laughs) surprise to me because I was just like maybe we should surprise idea (laughs) well in that case since Miss Doreen said then yes we'll find a surprise somehow but let us know you got bingo don't cheat come on now so I did want to say a couple of the squares that we have on the Ebenezer podcast 2020 hot mess bingo um so some of my favorite were some of my favorites were um, mistaking all of your symptoms or hangover symptoms for COVID. It's like my head hurts. It's COVID. I sneeze. <laughs> it's COVID. My eye hurts. It's COVID. You know, like <laughs> everything is just COVID. And like that fear is just ridiculous. Um, I also learned a couple TikTok dances, but again, they will never see the light of day. Why not? Girl, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the absolute worst. I'm like, please. Never going to see it. Never going to see it. Never going to see it. <laughs> I was listening to them the other day, the, the very first album. I was like, listen, in a fight in Vogue, those voices are ridiculous. Like, I, Yeah, they, they were great. I remember when Dawn split off and did her own thing. That mm-hmm. song that she did, ah, uh, tears. I don't remember it. Uh, build me a road, dear, and I will come running no matter mm-hmm. how far. No, you don't remember that? Mm-mm. No. no matter how close or how far you may be, hmm. look it up. It's great. It's amazing. I'll just take a look. Who was it? The one that um, a few years ago, one of the girls from one of the girl groups, she died in like a freak accident. Um, she literally was just in her house, slipped, had a wine glass or something. Wine glass fell and it broke and hit her in the throat. Jesus. No, I did I, not know. About I can't that. remember if it was, it wasn't SWV. I feel like it was Browns. No, Brownstone was two. No, Brownstone was three. I think it was one of the girls from Brownstone. Whew, yeah, crazy. I always think about that when I have wine now and I'm like, oh my God, Jabby, don't fucking fall like an asshole. Like, oh God. Not that she was an asshole, but you know what I mean? Like, don't be clumsy. 
It happened. Yeah, one of my aunts, um, you know, was just taking like a shower and she fell and hit her head in the shower and woke up with amnesia, y'all, like real life amnesia, did not recognize her husband, her kids, like none of that. And eventually it did come back, but it took a few weeks, so maybe like a little over a month before she recognized them. That's crazy. Yes. Is it wrong with me that part of me was like, that's part of that is kind of awesome because no one expects anything of you for like quite some time. They're just like, you chill, you be you, you just hang out over here. That's kind of like where I was when I was like post-pregnancy, like right after the baby. And they're just like, don't do anything. Don't move. Like I was getting in trouble for like driving to doctor's appointments and stuff. And they're like, you should be in bed and da da da. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe I should. Because nobody expects anything of you and you could just take a siesta. You know what I mean? But that's different. I'm sorry. Um, my favorite part of the bingo is I can hear you. <laughs> my bad. It was that good. I'm heard all you, good now. I heard you smacking. <laughs> um, my favorite one of the bingo, actually I have a couple, um, started a DIY project because everyone has jumped in and started crazy projects, which I think is adorable. Um, everyone's kind of made peace and been like, you know what, I'm going to get on my passion, you know, do something creative, whatever. So everyone that is doing something and got into it this year, keep going, like have some fun. Don't make it any different for the years coming up. If it makes you happy, keep doing it, man. That shit is beautiful. Um, and the other one is the TikTok dances. I've not learned not one TikTok dance, but I want to, I just, I don't know. I just haven't yet. Doreen, have you? Uh, yeah, I said that I had learned a couple, but um, the hardest one was definitely the renegade one because of all the intricate steps. I was like, man, but I did learn like there's a couple that goes with some songs and stuff that I learned a few of those, but I'm definitely not going to record myself and put them online. But one of my friends, you know, Keisha, mm-hmm. she killed it, the body yaddy one with Megan Thee Stallion. She did? Body yaddy yaddy yaddy. Yeah, look her up on IG. Oh and she God. did an amazing job. I like the body one. I th- I I, I kind of like low key did it a little bit when I was with, hanging out with Xavier and I was like body and I was like I don't think mommy should be moving this fast. Do it. <laughs> Have fun. I don't think mommy should be jiggling this much. <laughs> <laughs> but um, either way, um, so you guys go ahead, grab your cards, and surprise, bitches, we'll be right back. We have sponsors, so we'll be right back after this. Finding the perfect gift can be a little hard sometimes. It can take a little planning. So if you waited to the last minute to buy that special gift like I always do, try sending them a Wink.com subscription. Let them pick their favorite wines and take all of the credit. Go to wink.mivh.net backslash ebonistas, E-B-O-N-I-S-T-A-S, and you can get $20 off of your first order on us. So starting January off, um, we had Mother Nature, right? We're going to start off with a couple of different topics as we go through the 2020 hot mess recap. And um, Mother Nature definitely had a crazy year. So that bitch is mad. She's really upset with us. She's like, y'all need to get your shit together immediately or I will send you to your rooms. <laughs> and that was COVID, right? <laughs> So let's start with what started off 2020 for us was uh, the announcement of these murder hornets. So they are an Asian type of giant hornet that were found in North America recently. They were found in 2019 in like the Vancouver, like in Canada and then Washington state. Um, So the murder hornets nest 
a bunch of scientists found them and they destroyed nearly 200 queens. And they say that they got there just in the nick of time to prevent them from being able to create other nests in other places. So if, if a murder hornet goes into a bee colony, what they'll do is they'll actually go in and up to 400 worker bees will quickly surround it, forming a ball of buzzing insects, right? Yeah, they, yeah. they vibrate their flight muscles. They raise the temperature to up to 45.9 degrees Celsius. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit because we know that class. Um, and then the carbon <laughs> dioxide levels will also go up within that ball. The bees can handle those harsh conditions, but the hornet dies. No, that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. That's how the bees protect themselves from the hornet. If they catch it in time, if one hornet comes inside, that's how the bees protect themselves. I understand. So in my head, the murder hornet gets into this bee colony and just like, you guys try to protect yourself and I'm secretly going to kill you while you're trying to protect yourself. So mm-hmm. my brain was broken. Okay. <laughs> so. You're like, but wait, it took me a couple times to read it too. And I was like, wait, do the hornets surround? But wait, no. Right. No. So they actually will decapitate the bees in the hive. And when people get stung by a murder hornet, they've described the experience as being stabbed with a hot metal pin. And if you're stung enough, it will kill you. It will fucking lay you out. (laughs) Yeah, hence the whole murder hornet thing. Well, the murder hornet thing is because of how they kill the bees. Like they come straight up in and just the, the decapitation thing. Like they're just that like some savage shit, man. So I was also reading that like I was more than what's in these notes. So I was reading again that like so say that the hornet um obviously doesn't go inside, but it found the bee nest. It puts its, you know, calling out the pheromones or whatever it is to call the other hornets in, and they just come in and like swarm that shit and they can decimate the fucking bee colony in like record timing. Like they just come in murked them fools i don't know i mean that's what they do right it's just nature doing what it's got to do just be friends those are your friends those are like your cousins (laughs) those are the cousins you hate remember that one time you pushed me in the bushes when we were little that happened no it's like the black panther cousins like what up daddy killed my daddy so i'm gonna (laughs) fuck you up (laughs) what up auntie it's hey auntie I am going to say, though, like I said, um, I, that did happen to me. My cousin pushed me in the bushes one time and I got hit by one of the like a stick or whatever. And it's like I still have the scar on my back somewhere. Oh, Jeez. there it goes right there. Yep. Found it. Still there. 20 something years later. I don't know which one it was, but you bitch. <laughs> um, they won't remember. I don't remember. Um, so after the bees, we have mystery seeds. That rhymed. Ooh, you like that? Yeah, I did. Your girl is smooth. Your girl is smooth. So the mystery seeds I thought was weird. Like, what was the whole point? That was my biggest thing, right? Um, The Louisiana Department of Agriculture and Forestry first reported that residents around the state had received unsolicited packages of seeds originating from China. About 16,000 specimens have been received nationwide and about 5,000 species of seeds have been identified. Um, from those seeds, 44 countries have been um, identified as the origin company, or I'm sorry, origin countries for these seeds. So a lot of people, what was happening was they were getting unsolicited mail, apparently, and then that's how they got the seeds. And then some people were ordering seeds 
you know, they're expecting, I don't know, roses and they got fucking mystery seeds. I don't know. That's weird. What was, I just don't understand. I still, to this day, I'm like, I don't get it. So one guy in Arkansas said that he had ordered jewelry and it was marked in a package that was supposed to be earrings and he got seeds instead. And he said he planted the seeds and it grew into a squash like plant with white fruit and orange flowers. Um, they don't know what they are. They said that they found a whole bunch of different stuff. Some were like rosemary, some were thyme. But like you said, a lot of those seeds are still not able to be identified. So like if the world gets taken over by plants in uh, like, you know, a decade or so, it's because of those people who planted these damn seeds that they did not order. It was poison ivy. Just ridiculous. Wouldn't that be cool? Poison ivy. Oh, like from Batman. Yeah. She was like, Fuck your earrings. You don't need earrings here. Some plants. Shit. What else do we have, Doreen? Uh, so we have the California fire tornadoes. So in Lassen <laughs> County, yeah. In Lassen County, California, they were struck by fire tornadoes, which contained tornadic wind speeds that form when a smoke plume behaves like a thunderstorm. So it's a quickly swelling wildfire produced. Um, I'm sorry, it produced a smoke plume that towered. 30,000 feet high and began spitting out lightning strikes. So if that's not the end of days, I don't know what is. I don't know. I'm running. I'm Can just you imagine if you saw, if you're the person that saw that shit, I'd be like, nope, nope. And I'm out. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, oh, let's, what is that? Nope, I'm out. Mm. Um, so it also tapped into a change of wind speed and direction with altitude. And then it began to rotate, which means that the fire tornado of 2020, let's just go ahead and say, 2020 is back on this bullshit with this fire tornado shit. This is just come on, come <laughs> 2020 on. is the embodiment of the fire tornado. Like that's just what it like with the dumpster fire inside, like there's a dumpster in there flying in the tornado with it. So now we have to worry about fire fucking tornadoes, murder fucking hornets, right. mysterious seeds. Just what is happening? Just a tip. Just a little bit. And just a quick, quick touch on this. Obviously, this year they had record setting amount of wildfires across the United States. I don't know if y'all have ever seen the map of that, of what it looked like at its peak, but it's wild. Like, I went to visit my brother in Fort Collins. I did not realize how close he was to um, these fires. And so I'm driving and it looks like the apocalypse as I'm getting closer uh, to Fort Collins. And I'm like, oh no, that's not good. Okay. Get there. And the stuff is falling around us. And I'm like, oh, that's ash. That is ash falling on me right now. And my brother's like, oh yeah, the fires are like right down the street. I'm like, you idiot. Like you knew I was coming with this child. And I was like, get the baby in the house. (laughs) I was like, everyone move, get in the house. Like what? Why? Why? <laughs> so not a joke. Not a joke at all. But everything was on fire this summer, pretty much. And you know what? Climate change. Climate change. Climate change. It's a thing. I'm sorry. Can you say it louder for the stupid idiots in the back? Climate change. <laughs> oh, woo. yes. I'm just going to make a should just write a whole song about that. <laughs> <laughs> a climate change okay with some shoe woppy dooby bop in the background no make it happen make it happen happen mm, mm, mm. so <sighs> mother nature we're really sorry i didn't do it i mean i guess if we did do it we all did it listen take responsibility okay doreen don't 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 try and shy <laughs> away from it don't 
tell Mother Nature you were innocent because you were there too. I saw you. I seen it. I saw it. So that those were some of the top highlights for us for the. I mean, we did have hurricanes, we did have the Australian fires, and we did have other things. Don't get us wrong, but those are just some of the like top highlights for for twenty twenty in our opinion. Yeah. But, um, so next up, we have politics. Oh God, messy, so fucking messy. Let's start light though, and by light, I mean the rise of the Karens. I want a Godzilla noise in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a baby Godzilla? Yeah, I don't know what that was. That was like Jurassic Park. Yeah, like... We'll work on that. You sound like Simba when he's trying to roar. (laughs) 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 Sound like my kid when my kid is imitating the cats. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. Go ahead. Start us off with Karen's. Okay. Okay, I swear. That works. Listen. We all know Karens have always existed. I think it just got really big because of the nature of everything that was happening. Um, as far as protests and Black lives, people having their cameras ready, apparently. And then I also think we were a lot of people were provoked. Um, I think a lot of Karens were caught on camera trying to provoke people into unfavorable behavior. So, I mean, let we'll... we'll start with the bigger one first. So the biggest person I think was Central Park Karen. Um, Amy, whatever the fuck her name is, Bumbaclot. She is the woman that called the cops on that dude in, while they're in Central Park, he asked her to put her dog on a leash because that's the area the dogs are supposed to be on a leash. Um, He was bird watching. And apparently she got offended by that somehow and decided that she was going to call the cops and tell the cops that he was harassing her, um, threatening her and her dog, and all this other bullshit. Oh, is that a package for me that's being delivered right now? I love packages being delivered. What? Do you not like packages being delivered? Oh, it's not me. Wait, 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 wait. There's still time. Wait, damn it. It's Teresa's house. <laughs> <laughs> not for you. No package for you. Text Teresa to be like, hey, girl, what'd you get? <laughs> Speaking of which, you guys, Teresa is part of the Ebenista team. <laughs> she is our social media guru. Hey, girl. Hey, shout out. Um, so anyways, Rise of the Karens. So she decides she's going to call and don't we need to take it from here? Because there's more information about that. And I'm just like, it frustrates me. I just say, keep getting caught up on the fact that she called the cops because he asked her to put a leash on her dog. So I think what bothered me the most about the video was a couple of things. I mean, the fact that the whole incident even happened, she was in the wrong. Clearly there were signs posted. He wasn't rude at all. Even in the video, he keeps like an even tone. He stays far away from her. She keeps on coming closer to him. And he's like, can you just please back up? Like, just stay right there. You know, I just want you to put your dog on the leash. And she's like, mind you, like choking her dog and like yanking this dog. But like the dog is literally like almost dying at this yeah. point in time. And she's just like trying to like get him together and yell at this guy. And then she's like, I'm going to call the police. And so she gets on the phone and then immediately turns on the theatrics and like starts fake crying and saying how she's being threatened. And she's afraid for her life and like all this other like nonsense. And mind you, this guy's just like, OK, go ahead. Like you're in the wrong. Like, go ahead and call them. And so, you know, she goes through this whole thing. And I guess by the time that the police get there, 
both of them were not in the area anymore. But after the video surfaced, you know, of course, Amy Cooper's background kind of came into check. And so one, she got fired from her job. Two, this is not her first incident doing this. Mm-hmm. Three, um, even when um, even when press, he did not want to press charges against her. But because there was such an uptick in these types of calls that they actually said, OK, we're going to start pressing charges for people who are calling the police because they are not getting their way, not mm-hmm. because something wrong is happening. Exactly. And so they decided to press charges against her. And so she, she's still probably, I think, going through that process. But I, it, it just it infuriated me because she was wrong and she still felt like I'm going to call and try to get this man in trouble. And, and to say that she didn't know that the color of his skin wasn't a factor in why she was so aggressive, you know, and why she was so dramatic. But this is something that we have seen time and time again throughout our history, you know, is you did something I don't like and I'm going to get you in trouble, you know, so you better not mess with me. And that level of power and privilege is it's dangerous. It's really really dangerous. Yeah, it is a weaponization of your whiteness, basically. Yes, that's what that is. And that's I know that's something that um, became well, more well-known in 2020. Um, I think it just wrote out the crusade of the 2019, like white people being woke kind of thing. But I feel like, I feel like this was almost like, like the racist white female answer, the counterpart of like the, the, the growth of the KKK coming back into, coming back into play. Like this was a way for them to assert power, like for them to try and get people. That's what I'm saying when I say, that um, they were trying to provoke people to do things on camera and get them angry by doing things like standing in front of people um, trying to get their groceries, um, standing behind people's cars just because they felt like your kids weren't acting correctly in the store. Um, there's a huge amount of these stories of these these women, mostly white women, um, just being nosy as shit and calling the cops for nothing or acting like they're the police or demanding what are you doing here why are you here who are you where do you live who are you here to see i'm like who are you like the color of your skin does not dictate the fact that you get to suddenly question random people on the street like you do not get to do that yeah no one does we haven't been doing that for years sir like i do not move over from the sidewalk when you walk sorry so there was a funny video the other day, um, this, this uh, a white girl posted and she was like how she went to a gas station or like a gas station and she was checking out and the girl was like, did you hear about the votes? And she was like, what are you talking about? She's like, apparently, you know, these Democrats are really just trying to steal this election and we're going to get a recount. And she was like, oh, no, 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 no. I mean, I know that I'm white, but I'm not like white, white. Like I'm like beige white, you know, like I Mm -hmm. do not. She's like, we need to have like a signal or something that tells I am not part of your team. We are not on the same side. That's awesome. (laughs) And I was like, hell yeah, because not everyone (laughs) is like this. And we know that. But we've been seeing a lot of these type of women who feel like I can tell you what to do. I can get you in trouble. Your life is literally in my hands if I feel like I don't like what you're doing or saying or looking or standing. And that's not fair. We need to take We're that. sleeping. That girl that was sleeping in the college, um, it was, I can't remember where it was. I think it was a college dormitory or yeah. something shared space. Girl was just sleeping and she got the cops called on yep. her. I'm like, do you, and like, they know what's going to happen. Like you, like, for you to say that you don't think you know what's going to happen, you wouldn't do that if Becky was sitting on was sleeping on the couch. You'd be like, oh, Becky, she's studying and she's so tired. Look at that sweet girl. No, but someone else is doing, someone of color is doing it and you're just, you're threatened by my sleep. 
Like, yeah. listen, this is a conversation that we're obviously going to like touch on later on again, but that was a big thing was the rise of the Karens. What else do we have, Doreen? Um, so we also have these World War Three rumors at the beginning of 2020. I think it was in January. Um, the, pan- the Pentagon announced that they had killed Iranian General Qasem Soleimani. Um, and the problem was that he actually ran Iran's military operations across the Middle East. And he actually has a lot of, they say that he has a lot of American blood on his hands. And so they were afraid that Iran would attack back and start a world war. But clearly that did not happen. So we're good. If you told me that, like, I don't even like saying his name, but our idiot in office would not have caused World War III by now, I... I'd be surprised because I totally thought we would be there right now. The next one is, oh, wow. The, this is actually your favorite. <laughs> so actually, I'm going to let you do this one because this, this is you. So the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, um, they shocked everybody when they announced that they were going to be stepping down as senior royals. So on January 18, 2020, um, Buckingham Palace announced that they were stepping down from their duties. Dun, dun, and Harry and his wife... They were no longer going to use Royal Highness, um, but as a as a British prince, he still won't be stripped of his style titles, but they were no longer going to be like your highness, basically. Um, they also said that they would seek financial independence while continuing to support their charities and the queen. So the reason why this was such a big deal is because no one had done this before. It wasn't even like an option at that. And the fact, and you know, of course she was really, um, disliked by a lot of like the English press and a lot of people who were very traditional in London. And England be- right. Because they didn't like her race, but they did the same thing to princess Diana. Well, she wasn't the right class. She wasn't this. They have a thing with criticizing anyone who goes into the Royal family. If you're not of a Royal bloodline yourself, but after watching what happened to Prince Harry's mom, he was just like, I'm not going to lose my family to this same nonsense again. He yeah. saw that the impact that it was having on his wife and her mental health and carrying their child and everything else. And he was just like, no, like, um, oh gosh, what's the wife's name? Meghan Markle. Me- no, no, no. Sorry. Um, the brother's wife, Prince. Oh, is it Kate Middleton? Yeah, Kate. So when Kate Middleton gave birth to her first child, she had to be outside taking pictures within an hour or two of giving birth. Can you imagine being put outside? Like, that's crazy. And the love, that pressure, you can't, no one can really maintain that, especially going through, but they loved her. The press loved her. They idolized her. They were like, oh my God, she's amazing. But they did not have that same reaction to Meghan Markle. They even sued some of these newspaper companies and won because of how they treated her. So they decided to step back. So my thing is get you a black queen and know her worth, which is what he did. Yeah. And I am so proud of him for being like, I choose my family over all this bullshit. Yeah. Like, yes, I'm with it. I stand by them. Recently, she announced that she had a miscarriage during that time period. Oh, and God. she said how heartbreaking it was for her to go through all that. And but that was when she was in L.A. They had already moved at that point. But oh. she wondered if like the stress of everything had had to do with it. And maybe, maybe not. We don't know. But like, you know, I, I admire them for doing what they had to do. They put themselves first and their family yeah. first. And I'm all about it. Yeah. Rather than the world. And it's weird. You, I know this is your favorite and like you, you like the royals. But like, I just don't get it. Like, I don't get why this idolization of them and like this obsession, like we're past this. Like there's so many, like, I get it. Like there's monarchies every, like in different countries everywhere still standing, but the obsession that people have with them is like too much. 
I don't know. It makes me, it hurt, makes me hurt, you know, like that people just think just because they're royalty. Oh yeah. They should be able to use our tax dollars for this. They should be able to, yeah, we should force this woman that just gave birth to stand up and come out of the hospital and wave to press. And you know, like, come on, dude, like, it's ridiculous. And we talked about this on another episode, just all of the like ridiculous rules that they have about like the nail polish color and the types of jewelry, the types of dresses, the types of shoes, more pantyhose. Yeah, like they have all that part. Girl, my bad. Um, Yeah, they have a lot of rules when when you become a royal, like you have to stop doing all these things, you can only behave a certain way, you're not allowed to touch anybody. You're like, it's oh, a whole, thing. yeah, there's a whole list of things. Like your jewelry can't be like bigger than a certain size. It can't be a, a special color. Your nail polish has to be like nude or what, or pink or whatever. And that's it. Like no bright colors. It's, it's just the, the level of rules. And it's mostly on the women. I'm not saying yeah. the men don't have a lot of these, these rules, but it's mostly on the women. Of course. And you know, so anyway, but just yeah. like anything else. But yeah, that's really sad. Um, but yeah, same as you. I'm, I'm really happy for what he did. And yeah, he's he's my prince. I'll take him. Fuck everybody else. Um, so the fun thing that I thought was cool that happened in politics was Anonymous came back. We were first introduced to Anonymous during the Occupy um, years. That was and, huge when I was in Denver. Right? Yeah. Absolutely crazy. And all, I mean, that happened all over the nation. And through time since then, um, Anonymous has done a couple, you know, different things with the organization. The big thing um, that they did, I was helping with the housing for some individuals, for those that they could help. I know that they um, did a lot of good work there. Uh, but their big thing is, is exposing these misdeeds by those in power. So they, I mean, a lot of people are saying like, oh, Anonymous came back or whatever, but they never really went anywhere. But um, it had been a few years since they like made an announcement kind of. And so um, the first big one that they did, actually, a lot of people didn't know this, was they hacked the United Nations website and created a page for Taiwan, which was a country which had not had a seat at the UN since 1971. So that was like kind of like a, you know, a lot of people don't know about the UN and how that works, but that's one of the smaller things that they did, I guess on the scale of what media would cover. But the big one that they did was they came out and spoke on the George Floyd killing. And um, yeah, I remember that that was huge. Cause it was like, Oh shit. Like anonymous is like going to say something or, you know, do something that'd be really cool. Um, so they sent out a message to the Minneapolis police department on May 28th, um, a message in which they say that they were going to seek revenge on the Minneapolis, P- Minneapolis PD <laughs> and expose their crimes to the world. Um, the video was initially posted on an unconfirmed anonymous Facebook page. The only problem with that, and I remember it being so big, was that this ended up not really being a real thing that happened. Um, it didn't really actually flesh out. So um, it was kind of disappointing. And then also on May 31st, a person or group claiming to be part of Anonymous tweeted that they have uploaded a number of documents to this Scribd account of op death eaters. And this apparently included incriminating evidence against the idiot in office in Epstein in multiple cases of pedophilia, rape, and sexual assault. Um, from what they found, Epstein and Trump were co-defendants in the one in one case. Then they also apparently had further evidence that British royal family, um, that the British royal family had Princess Diana killed because she found incriminating evidence against the royal family's involvement in a sex trafficking ring. So 
I thought that was pretty interesting. I'm all about these mysteries kind of thing, especially this background of like trafficking and these rings and stuff like that. Um, if you guys have been listening, you know, I like true crime stuff. So um, you think Diana knew something? Um, I'm pretty sure she knew a lot. I'm pretty yeah. sure she knew a lot. She looked like she had been through some stuff with them and she had seen more than she probably wanted to. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she was finally moving on and who she was moving on with, I think with the Egyptian guy, mm-hmm. I think that they were really just threatened that like so much of their secrets would mm-hmm. be exposed. I, I mean, obviously I don't know if they were, you know, trafficking or anything like that, but I'm sure there was a lot of skeletons that she knew about. I, the more I like, look into stuff like that and i'm like it just seems like it happened like they did something like they made it happen i mean just saying conspiracy theory but that was anonymous um they came back did their thing a little bit and if you're interested in them keep an eye out for them so next up on march 11th we had some of the um we i think 2020 was a a year that a lot of things that were being done in the dark came to light Harvey Weinstein, some of this stuff kind of started surfacing in 2019, but on March 11th, Harvey Weinstein was convicted of rape and sexual assault in New York. Accusations by dozens of women in 2017 destroyed his career and gave rise to the Me Too movement, which is, you know, trying to hold powerful men accountable for their sexual misconduct. Um, But on March 11th, he was sentenced to 23 years in prison. He was actually accused by over 90 women. Actresses, including Gwyneth Paltrow, Selma Hayek, Uma Thurman. I mean, it, the list just goes on and on and on. Doing this for just for decades and 23 years is nothing. 23 years and, is nothing. And then like, I mean, and so just to talk about how like disgusting this man was, he couldn't even get an erection. So he would inject himself with a needle to get an erection to assault these women. He did it so many times that his genitals were disfigured. What? Yes. I didn't know that. That's crazy. That's how they were able to identify him because of how disfigured they were. They're like, that's his. I'll never forget what that looks like. It does not look normal. And that was one of the pieces that they were able to be like, yes, we know it's him. So what and what's crazy is in the show 30 Rock that I watch a lot, they talk about a lot of this stuff. They talk about Trump running for president and all this other stuff. They talk about Harvey Weinstein. They talk about a lot of the issues that are happening now, but like way back in the day, a lot of these things that were like industry secrets were they they kind of like made jokes about them. But look at where we are now. It's crazy. But he is a monster. He deserves. Yeah, he deserves more time in jail. If you ask me personally, Life. the fact that he held so many women's career in the palms of his hand because he's like, if you don't do something to me. I will ruin your career. And he literally did that to so many women. It's it's not right, but it was also sort of like the language that a lot of these Hollywood directors and producers spoke. Mm-hmm. If if I give you this this chance at success, you need to do something for me. And it's yeah. just, it, it's, it, they kind of sold their souls to get this fame. I don't blame them because th- that was, if everyone is doing it, how do you break into this industry? Exactly. And so they thought it, they thought it was normal and it's not and we know better now and it's just horrible so yeah 23 years and they're still trying to get him out and he's like well COVID is really hard on me and you know life is tough and I'm just like "Mm, mm, jail's not easy too bad raper god anyway there's not the the laws of the land right now are still so ridiculous when it comes to rapists um Again, if you do not think that we are living in a patriarchy, like you are fucking stupid. I'm just going to say it. 
because like these laws and everything are like written this way for a reason they're racist and 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 um powerful laws so that the white male can keep going and keep succeeding over everyone else um so yeah it's fucking disgusting he deserves life so the next thing that we have is we just talked about this actually on our last episode so what we won't talk about too much was um september 22nd trump signed an order on diversity training basically saying that diversity training that we spent so long trying to get into everyday offices and different areas of work and what have you that these types of training so that people can recognize um, discrimination um, on any platform, whether it's sex, um, disability, um, race, what have you, things that help protect people, um, which they do need protection. Um, he basically signed an order saying that these types of trainings were racist towards the white male. So I want to <laughs> read a quote directly from the White House about yes. this executive order. Thank you. It says, um, the federal government is and must always be committed to the fair and equal treatment of all individuals before the law. But training, I'm sorry, let me back up. Training employees. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> let me start over. Training employees to create an inclusive workplace is appropriate and beneficial. The federal government is and must always be committed to the fair and equal treatment of all individuals before the law. But training like that discussed above perpetuates racial stereotypes and division and can use subtle coercive pressure to ensure conformity of viewpoint. And then they go on to say that these types of programs and activities have no place being supported by federal taxpayer dollars because research, no, no sort of quote or any sort of citation as to what mm. that research is. Research also suggests that blame-focused diversity training reinforces biases and decreases opportunities for minorities. I'm sorry. Are you saying you <laughs> did that for us? Get the fuck out of here. Absolutely not. Get, get, that was... That was the most bullshit that I've ever read in my damn life. I was like, we're so trying you, to help you. But when you blame these people, it makes them upset. So they don't create opportunities for you. So let's just not talk about it at all. And then that'll make it all go away. Mm-hmm. I hate them. Mm-hmm. I hate them so much. Anyway, listen, that happens Ooh, on a day-to-day basis, like in offices across the world. I've experienced it. You've experienced it. And for it to be, for it to come from the highest office that you hurt my feelings and um, now I'm just going to cry about it and you get in trouble for it, it's bullshit. Like, it's total fun. I've been in a situation where, where, uh, God, let me know. I was going to use like a fictional name, but it actually is a real name of someone <laughs> that I had an issue with. No, no, no. So I was like, whoop. Um, it's just bullshit because those examples of like, you know, Kelly says, oh, I have a problem with X, Y, Z. And the boss is like, oh, we better get on it right away, Kelly. Like this, we got to we got to get on it. But then you have me or you say, I have the same problem, blah, blah. And it's like, you can tough it out. You'll be fine. Or or, or they'll be like, well, maybe you guys should have a private discussion and try to work mm, out some of your issues. No. Depending on what the I will say, depending on what the issue is. Because I have had the issue where the bosses were too damn involved in the interpersonal situations. And it was just like, no one, I had a problem where the bosses were trying to force people to be friends. 
And then I had a complete opposite experience at another office where she didn't want anyone to be friends. She literally had a small staff and she made it so that no one went to lunch together. No one could socialize. Like she kept everyone separate for a reason. And she did that purposefully. And I was like, it's kind of genius, but you're fucking psycho. So yeah. (sighs) What's next? (laughs) Oh yeah. We have that episode coming on about toxic workplaces. So we're going to get all hot and bothered about that later. (laughs) Being a work at home paralegal, a stay at home mom, podcaster, and always working on various projects, reading, which I love has become non-existent. Solution, audible. I can listen to my favorite titles while feeding my little one, prepping the next episode, and writing per my last email messages for work. There are thousands of titles to choose from. Right now, being my creepy self, I'm listening to Devil in a White City by Eric Larson, which is based off of the true story of H.H. Holmes and his murder castle. True crime bliss. Join me and visit audibletrial.com slash ebonistas, that's E-B-O-N-I-S-T-A-S, and receive a 30-day free trial. Memberships include credits to access any titles you wish to keep. Recently, Audible added podcasts to their service, and I can listen to my favorite shows, including, of course, The Ebonistas. I'm allowed. Don't you judge me. Again, visit audibletrial.com slash ebonistas, E-B-O-N-I-S-T-A-S. Oh, God, the last thing in politics that we want to talk about, the big one, elections. Yeah. They just I want wait. I want to start this off by saying bye. <laughs> and if you don't know where that's from, look up Tiana Taylor and um and look at her saying Byron. Bye. Yeah. Um, this just I feel like the elections happened like months ago. And this just happened like what three and a half weeks or so? Yeah. Yeah. Like literally, like I feel like it happened like forever ago and we just got the official results what a week and a half ago they're still it's still happening. it's still they're still counting yeah but then but no but the person that officially announces it she did the announcement like she called it for Biden. yeah she but did. this is like okay listen <laughs> y'all know I, how go ahead go ahead ah <laughs> jinx we're so polite right <laughs> You go. That's you what go. Joe says. Joe's <laughs> Joe's so cute. Joe's like, it's so nice. You guys have so much respect for each other. And like, <laughs> it's because I love her. She's a queen. I'm not talking over her. Go ahead. Go, go, go. I forgot. Okay. I was going to say, so I think what was really funny was obviously the fact that Trump filed a bunch of lawsuits, right? Against the election mm-hmm. saying that it was rigged and he, he had all these votes stolen and all this other stuff. He, in one state, he spent $3 million on these recounts. And Stop. what they found was- Wait, wait that, hold on. $3 million he does not have, by the yes. way. Yes. Because he broke. That man is not a businessman. He broke. He has bankrupted everything. Anyway, no, but he's I digress. For all his followers, he's a genius. He's a- lucrative businessman no no, he's a narcissist i mean we can agree on that um but he did three million he paid three million dollars for one state to do the recounts and then they found after doing all those recounts that they missed like over two thousand votes for biden Biden. (laughs) (laughs) and that's what you get (laughs) well i will say and then in reverse of that apparently nevada found it differently they found not that biden won but that it was just a smaller margin margin margarine i always do margin and margarine for some reason i fucking hate it it's just an automatic thing but they found a smaller margin that biden had won by so yeah you know it is what it is but 
it's fucking ridiculous um even it's got so bad that even his attorney is like but why are we doing this like it's funny because their arguments started like really strong and then slowly as judges start throwing it out throwing it out they're like um well because in some states they literally were just like we just want to recount we don't think it was right and they're like okay but give us a reason like what Mm -hmm. well we don't we don't have a reason we just want you to do it mm -hmm. that's voter fraud prove voter fraud we don't have proof oh shit (laughs) well biden (laughs) biden (laughs) but listen okay so the week of actually last week, which was November 25th, the GSA recognized that Biden won officially, um, which the reason why this is important is because this allows the transition to go forward, the presidential transition. So even though Trump himself refuses to accept the results, um, by the GSA saying, hey, we're calling him Biden won, whatever, now like the intricacies of the, the transition of power can start happening. And they um, have. Yes. And so I'm, I mean, I've seen already, I mean, I've heard or read a couple things where he's already got the, um, the COVID, his team is already ready to go. His team has been ready to go and they're on top of it already. Whereas Trump is still telling people not to wear masks and yeah. still having all these functions. Oh and- no. But then on top of that, he wants to tell people like that company that first came out and they said, hey, we have a vaccine that works, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This vaccine that, you know, I backed them. They're like, they came out and for the state, they're like, he did not help us. We have nothing to do with him. I I don't know this man. I'm sorry to him. (laughs) I don't know him. Sorry to to this man. (laughs) Sorry to this man. (laughs) Like he keeps just digging this hole and it's crazy. I have to say, I'm so excited. I, I swear to you, January cannot come soon enough. Um, Biden being sworn in. And listen, the problem with the, the, the biggest thing problem with Trump supporters is they think that everyone who voted for Biden is, is as crazy as they are and as, as obsessive. No, 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 no. We never said we liked him. We said we just didn't like yours way worse. Like we do not like this guy. Like that's way worse. So all that bullshit, like, we're we're not saying he's not bad which is they i feel like whenever you see these arguments online people are like oh like biden's just as bad blah 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 and we're like yeah we know and they're like but biden's just as bad we're like yeah we know and they're just like oh but then why did you because yours is worse like they just he's a legit monster they don't get it at least try out the newest monster i mean but we're not going to keep on giving the same one a turn i exactly yeah no Again, I'm not saying Biden is a monster. I don't know enough about him. I was just like, I don't care whoever's going against Trump is who I have to go for. The end. Less like and his his strategy was just be here. Like yeah. I don't have to do much. I just need to be here and yeah. I will win. And that's exactly what worked. I will say personally that like um I'm all about voting for other parties rather other than Republican or Democrat. The problem with doing that is like it's not strong enough. There's not enough strong enough support for situations like this. So in the coming future, I would definitely vote if I could for a different party and a different person, if the the support overall was there. So, I mean, it is what it is, but that's where we're at. Um, 
the other big thing that happened. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on one second before we like get into that. I do want to quickly talk about Kanye West. I know I said I wasn't going to talk about it. No, you said you you literally deleted him from the list. We were like, we're not going to talk about him. But guys, I just, so in terms, because you were talking about purple. You were talking about throwing away your vote. Oh, you did not say that. I mean, but you know what I meant, right? Yeah, like if you vote for like a smaller like party, then your vote is just kind of going nowhere. He still got 1,269 votes. (laughs) Who are these 1,269 people? In Vermont. In Vermont alone, that's how many votes that he got. In Vermont? Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, I mean, he tried. I think he got like 60,000 votes total. Um. (gasps) Who are these people? But I get it. Like, they were just like, we would love to see a Black man in president. But my problem was there's too many parallels between Kanye and Trump. And I hate to say that. Yeah, there are. Like, they both suffer from a mental illness. Yeah, they they, do. They do. And again, maybe Kanye would have been better. Who knows? But like, yeah, I just, I, I get what you're saying. And a lot of people felt like that. Part of Trump's campaign was like, your only vote, he's talking to the black community, you're only voting, he had other black people get on the radio and say this stuff, you're only voting for Democrats, because that's what your parents did. And that's what everybody else says. That's what black people do is vote for Democrats. You should just vote for me. Could it get any worse? Who cares? And I was just like, that's still not a, that's not a good reason. Like, no. Anyway. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. And so obviously, as we're still at, at the time of this recording, there's still a lot going on. There's still counting happening. Um, on November 5th, actually in Philly, two armed men from Virginia were caught trying to deliver a bunch of fake ballot. I can't remember where they, they found the car, this Hummer, i.e. like douchebag car, um, like blocks away from the convention center. They believed that the um, votes were being unfairly counted, which they did not specify in the news reports what the ballots had marked on them. Well, we can all probably guess that they were marked for Trump. And so, yeah, it's just stuff like that. The lawsuits are ridiculous. And the intimidation at the polls, like my parents told me that like they were literally had like so many trucks, hundreds of trucks blocking the, ba- the ballot box to drop off the voter, the, um, the mail-in ballots. What? They literally had to drive in the grass. They were police present. They did nothing to stop them. Like they were Trump with the, the flags and everything else, blasting their music, being aggressive. They didn't touch them, but they were just like surrounding. Imagine having to vote and having to go through over 200 plus people in trucks, yelling, screaming, clearly that aren't big fans of Black people. That is voter intimidation. Like what the heck? And that's the illegal. Letting it happen. It is. And it it's, happened all over the place. That's the, pro- that's the, one of the biggest issues with these smaller places, um, these, these smaller juri- jurisdictions. It's, the cops, the cops are fucking racist. And people who say, oh, systematic racism doesn't exist and this doesn't exist. And well, fuck you, it does. Like if this was the other way around and these were Biden supporters who are mostly, who are probably people of color, they would have been fucking arrested. They would have been like, no, that's voter intimidation. You can't do that. But no, because they're white and you're in these certain counties, go ahead and do it. And it's fucking bullshit. Like, there's so much, that's the one thing that I would say that this election in 2020 has taught me, and we'll talk about that at the end of the, you know, the series, is that we have, we knew we had a lot of work to do, right? Like people of color, especially I think Black people, Latino people, knew that there was a lot of work to do when it comes to discrimination and having a voice, women finding a voice, Black women finding a voice, but wow, 
the election really showed us like you really showed us half of the country nearly half of the country voted for this man and for things that he stands for and which is a lot of it is hate and so that's the scary part and that's and division yeah complete division and he doesn't care and he speaks to division wow obviously you guys can tell that we are very passionate about that we don't like that (laughs) shit so now that we have gotten super fired up and passionate you guys know where we really stand (laughs) Um, we are going to say that is the end of part one. Let us know what you think. I mean, clearly there's a lot of stuff we could have talked about in politics, but we can only cover the highlights. Come on guys. We're not going to be here all day. Mm -mm. So we hope you enjoyed what we talked about and make sure you check out our Ebenezer's 2020 bingo. Let us know if you get bingo and we'll send you something. If you message us. (laughs) That'd be fun. I'm so excited. I always find these really cute things. So yes, let's do it. Ah, ah, 2020 bingo. Oh, I just scratched myself. We will not be sending you whatever she scratched herself with. Oh, I scratched myself. I gotta go. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, The Ebenezer's podcast was created, written, recorded, and produced by Jabby and Doreen. Theme music by Chris Black of Truck Music Productions.